0: Atlanta wins you lose if the Giants win you lose like I
1: said earlier I can't do English
2: welcome to episode six of clubhouse combos with the gridiron our normal host colin scully has a hot date tonight um <laughs> so he isn't joining us but we do have a special guest friend of the show frankie Molino. welcome back how you doing
0: i'm fantastic it's good to be back
2: yeah great be to back. have you we have evan evan how are you what's going on newman what's up lovely night you joined us yep. kind of on time tonight i'm very happy.
1: I know. Uh, it, you know, there's like there's a thing called regular time that everyone else is on, and then there's a thing called Evan time, which as Newman has figured out is usually about what twenty minutes behind normal. Oh, time?
2: 25 minutes. Twenty five. Okay. We, we've yeah. got it down to a science at this point.
1: It is. It is. You've done a terrific job on that.
2: Yeah. Uh, and Dan, how you doing?
3: Pretty good. Pretty good. Just had a practice earlier this evening, and here to record the sixth episode of Gridiron Podcast.
2: Yes, sir. Um, my series, my series likes to go off in the, <laughs> the middle of things. Uh, it's really annoying, but now that that's put away, I'm going to throw it over to Dan. We're going to start off with the weekly recap. So week two.
3: Yeah. So week two, a, I'd say a pretty exciting week, uh, learning some more about some NFL teams, uh, some surprising games and some disappointing games. Um, First year on the schedule, I have the Washington football team playing the New York Giants, the Washington football team, 130 to 29. Um, I'd say it was a wicked exciting game uh, between Taylor Heineke and Daniel Jones. Um, Maybe a little messy at times, but it was a pretty exciting game going back and forth. So um, we'll go in the order of uh, Frankie Newman and then Evan and then myself. So, Frank, what did you think? All right. um, I
0: thought – one, my biggest takeaway is that I'm starting to think Daniel Jones is a real quarterback. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm starting to like him more and more, especially on that terrible Giants team, although he's got some weapons, but still, I don't know, they aren't helping him a ton. And then I think Taylor Heineke played pretty good for his first start. Um, he had that bad turnover, but other than that, he played about as well as you could hope for him to play. Um, Washington's defense is really stocked down right now, I think, because I mean, that defensive front still, I think they have no sacks through two weeks right now, I want to say, yep, which is absurd considering the guys on that line. So that's, that's kind of my takeaway so far.
2: Yeah, I share your concern. I have the the Washington defense on my fantasy (laughs) team, and I'm actually contemplating dropping them at this point um, because I need a new defense. They're playing the bills this week. Um, don't like that matchup but yeah like you said Daniel Jones I feel like his rushing ability kind of flies under the radar he had like 80 yards last week and a touchdown two rushing touchdowns on the year um, so I think he's he's kind of coming to his own this year I'm, I'm pretty proud of him I thought maybe they would try to replace him they're sticking with him it seems to be paying off so far
1: Yeah, uh, really the big takeaway from this game for me was just the Giants miscues. Uh, Dexter Lawrence on that offside. Um, It was offside. Then people the next day were trying to say on Instagram that it wasn't offside. No, it was offside. Uh, Darius Slayton with that long ball should have been caught. I mean, just those miscues by the Giants really hurt them. They should have won the game. And just a takeaway, I don't think Joe Judge makes it through the season. I think he's got to go. Um, I don't I don't think he's capable of leading that team. And there's better guys out there. How do you hire Joe Judge over a guy like Eric Bieniemy? It makes no sense to me. One is a Super Bowl-winning offensive coordinator. The other was a special teams coach. Made no sense to me. And I don't think Joe Judge makes it through the year. Super Bowl-winning special teams coach. <laughs> yeah I left that part out <laughs> um
3: I'll kind of just hit on that note I guess real quick um I mean Joe Judge was going to bring a culture to this Giants team first um so really if you're the Giants it's like they're not in the win now scenario so maybe bring in the guy that's going to establish a culture is the better move than the guy that's going to bring you instant success because there's no telling if he's actually going to bring that success with how bad their roster was but um I guess my takeaway that kind of goes what Frankie said is this defense for Washington. It kind of surprised me. They let up 29 of the giants. I'm low on the giants. I'm still low on Daniel Jones. I think he makes some dumb decisions in the pocket Um, whether it not be turnovers, just taking bad sacks. Um, I'm just not a Daniel Jones guy. I still am not. I know he adds the mobility, but we're seeing nowadays there's even more college prospects that have mobility to their game and they're better than I think what Daniel Jones offers. Um, but I don't know. I don't think either team's going to win the division. I think they'll just kind of hang around because it's the NFC East, but I don't think despite the scoreboard, it was a good showing for either side. So wins the division fine.
1: Dallas, did you have Dallas? You had Dallas, right? Okay. I had Dallas.
3: I had Dallas at eight and nine. That's probably a little well, on the lower side, but I, I still had Dallas winning it.
1: Hmm. I mean, r- what real quick, one more thing about, uh, the Giants. Um, people drafted Saquon Barkley and Ezekiel Elliott over Aaron Jones and yeah. Nick Chubb. I known. just, I, I did not ever understand that. I don't know either in any of my six leagues. I I, I did not understand that. I thought they were both way overhyped from ESPN and Yahoo. And these people fell into that trap of taking them top five, top six. In my league with my roommate, I,
3: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, uh we can move into the next game which I think is going to be a pretty good conversation here. Uh Dallas and Los Angeles. Uh obviously the Cowboys winning 20 to 17 after a game winning field goal. Um so Frank, what were your takeaways from this uh pretty ugly game, I'd say.
0: Yeah, um I think the biggest it's not the most important takeaway, but I think the biggest thing that stands out is Tony Pollard because As of right now, I'd say he's almost in the running to become their lead back over Zeke. I I think the only reason Zeke's still the lead back is because of his name at this point. It's definitely not his performance because he's done nothing for two, three years now. So I think that was a huge takeaway. I mean, he had 13 carries for I can't remember how many yards, but it was more, it was, it was good. He had a good performance. Um, And then I think another takeaway is Dallas is legit. They almost, they had a great game with the Bucks, and now they beat the Chargers. And the biggest thing to notice is that their defense held a very good Chargers offense of 17 points and their defense is supposed to be the reason they wouldn't be good, not their offense. So
1: No, they were better than people thought. Yeah.
0: So I, I think, um I think their defense showing out against a good offense like that, it bodes well for them being a serious playoff contender.
2: Um... And then, I mean, obviously, this game is near and dear to my heart. Um, we won a one-score game last week, which was super refreshing against the, the football team, and we came out on the wrong side of this one. But I mean, I actually felt okay with how we played. I thought Herbert made some beautiful throws. I think we were like four and four for five on third and ten plus, uh, which was an op- optimistic sign. Um, Sante Samuel helped K- Mari Cooper like three catches all game. That was optimistic. So, I mean, just didn't get the W this week, but I I can't really be that upset.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of stock invested in the Cowboys this year. I mean, saying that they would go 14-3 and on this very podcast got way too much hate, I thought. Uh, Most hate that anybody on this pod has ever gotten. I was humiliated. Uh, Everyone was like, the defense, the defense, the defense. Uh, Nope, the defense is actually pretty good. Micah Parsons is a beast. Um, and then the offense is exactly how I thought it was going to be. They are a top offense in the NFL. CeeDee Lamb hauling in eight catches a game. I think that's going to be a regular thing. Omari Cooper had an off night. Uh, who, Connor, was Samuel on him? Or who, who was on Cooper?
2: It was Samuel, the rookie. And he Haney had yeah. a pick.
1: Yeah, and had a pick. He had a nice game. He'll bounce back. Zeke and Pollard, that's a nice dynamic duo, I think, for Dak. Dak, I mean, he didn't even throw a touchdown. I mean, I, I had him in the league, eight points. The offensive line, Tyron Smith, what a game he had. Uh, didn't really see Bosa at all. They played great. I think this team is legit. I had them at 14-3. and three. They're going to be very good. They're going to win this division with ease. And uh, I think you guys were wrong.
2: I mean, let it be known that Dan and I both had them winning the division. Like, it's not like it's a cold well, take.
1: I'm just going off of the reaction I had when I had them being as good as I did, which could well, still happen. But I'm saying they're better than you guys thought.
3: Them finishing like 11 and six or 10 and seven, which I think is more realistic, is way different than saying they're going to finish first in the conference at 14 and three. That is a way different take.
1: It's it's a bit of a different take, but. I mean, they play Tampa that tough. They beat a good chargers team. The defense shuts out the offense. I thought you were disrespectful to the defense Um, and Dax a superstar. Um, I didn't think the take was that crazy as much as it was made crazy and things never happen how you expect them to. So I've used that line countless times as well before.
3: Yeah. It's your saying now, but, um, that will time will tell on that take, but they're my, they're I,
1: my second favorite team right now behind the Patriots.
3: That's disgusting, but <laughs> that, that um, to listen to. My takeaway from this game is referees suck. Um, there are many penalties. I was watching this during our study table for football. The the refs suck. Uh, I'm not going to say Dallas won because of the refs, but I'm going to say Dallas won because of the refs. There are some shitty calls against uh la that i think cost them the game now obviously you said game, it not me <laughs> obviously the game is in like herbert's hands and the offense's hands to win but i think the refs made some calls that were pretty shitty there's a like in the grass penalty that i absolutely hate it's the worst one of the worst penalties in football the quarterback's not even down yet to keep him safe there's they say he's down and even though he can still make a play it's stupid and i think that uh, yeah. happened to herbert
1: that was a bad call and the yeah, was I, a bad call.
3: It, it, bailed, it bailed out that Dallas defense. Now, this game was ugly on both sides. I'm not going to act like it was just penalties against the Chargers. There were penalties against the Cowboys. But this was just kind of an ugly game, and I don't think this really showed what both teams are. Um, so that's kind of my takeaway from this. Um, and I guess the other takeaway is Tony Pollard is definitely better than Zeke. That That is ridiculous. But um, I guess to move into the third game here uh, – Arizona, Minnesota. Arizona somehow pulled out the win after the Greg Joseph missed that game winning field goal. So they won 34-33. Poor Newman. Uh, anyone see that announcer? Like after yeah. that yeah. call. Amazing. That, that
2: Amazing was
3: call. hilarious. But um, so Frank, what do you think?
0: Um, biggest takeaway, if you're a Vikings fan, don't be. <laughs> <laughs> If it comes down to a field goal, you might as well just turn off the TV at this point. It's, I mean, they're like cursed or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, Kyler is a leg- probably my MVP candidate right now. He's unbelievable. The throws he's making are crazy right now. He's like, um, it's like when you play with someone with human joystick on Madden, they can just stop and then turn around. <laughs> but he does that in the pocket and then throws it 30 yards downfield on a dime to one of the three almost elite receivers he has at this point. Um. Anyway, um so that's definitely a takeaway. Um Arizona's defense is suspect. It's very concerning. I mean, Minnesota's no slouch on offense, but 33 points is a lot of points and it should have been 36. So, um I think that's the thing that's stopping them from being probably the top contender in the NFC right now is their defense. I would I would say that's just a killer. And Kirk played a decent game. His completion percentage wasn't all that fantastic but he managed really well i mean he didn't even throw an interception i don't think so that's that's that those are my take oh and kj osborne as the number three receiver is doing better than i would have ever expected him to in that big role
2: yeah um I think it's painful for Vikings fans. I picked them. I thought they would pull off the upset. They covered the spread at least, um, which was nice. Um, but, I mean, you pick off Kyler Murray twice. You you really hope to win that game as they hope to win last week. Um, I think for the Cardinals, it just proves that any receiver can go off at any time. Rondell Moore had a big fucking game with, and DeHop only had four catches. So it seems to... To flip-flop every other week. Um, not super impressed with their running game so far. I don't like Chase Edmonds running the ball all the time. I don't think he's a very good running back, to be quite honest. And either was James Conner. He averaged like two yards a carry last week. Um, so that may be a cause for concern for the Cardinals. But overall, it was a pretty fucking exciting game. And that, that announcer call just put a cherry on top.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. Um, For me... Um, so when we did our first season predictions, I had the Cardinals winning the division, but then I redid it. I didn't like it, I had to put the Rams first. Um, Cardinals are pretty good. Um, their offense reminds me a lot of Kansas City's in the way these big plays happen. Um, Rondale Moore, I'm sure someone will get into him. He was, he had a great day. Hopkins, we know what he does. Uh, Christian Kirk had a big week one. Max Williams, the tight end, uh, replacing uh, Arnold, he had a great game. Um, I think if you have a Cardinals receiver in fantasy, I think they got to be in. They're going to throw the ball a lot. Uh, Murray should. Um, and I think they should kind of take a page out of the Chiefs book. I think Ed- Edmonds should only be getting probably, I don't know, 10 to 15 carries a game. And, that, and other than that, like it should be throws and Kyler runs. Uh, love, love Arizona's offense to this point. And I agree with Frankie. I mean, MVP, probably leader right now is Kyler Murray.
3: Yeah, I'd have to agree. I can't disagree with that about Kyler, but um, I mean, the, this Arizona team, I think it's kind of what I expected, at least. Their offense is going to be good. i still waiting to see if teams will catch on to this Cliff Kingsbury scheme uh, as they have in years past. Um, and the defense is kind of just going to be suspect. And I think that's been a custom of the Cardinals for the past three years now is the offense is going to be good, but the defense is going to try and hold it together. And this week, they almost blew it. Uh, they get lucky with the kick. But I think the takeaway here is the Cardinals are going to be legitimate playoff contenders. And it's just going to come down to uh, whether Cliff Kingsbury can actually innovate his offense around the midway point of this season and other teams can uh, catch
1: up
2: or catch on to his
1: schemes. So. Yeah, real quick. For me, their defense, I get a little concerned. What's up, Jake? Hey, Jake. <laughs> I get a little concerned in that second level. I like their front. I like Watt. I like Chandler Jones. I like Buddha Baker. I think Byron Murphy's like a number one corner. The linebackers, I don't know about. I think it's that second layer. And then Anthony Alford's, I believe their second corner. So I think it's like somewhere in there where it's getting a little messy.
3: Yeah, um, I'm not going to lie. Jake coming across the screen kind of made me zone out there. But um,
0: <laughs>
3: for those that don't know, Jake is uh, Frank's roommate. Um, one of my roommates. One of Frank's roommates. So yes. for those listening that can't see yes. the video. That I, is... I
0: apologize for the distraction. There's no controlling him, unfortunately. There's no <laughs> off switch on that.
3: You're all good. All right. All um, right. I guess we can move into the next game. Uh, another high-scoring game. Uh, Titans playing the Seahawks. Uh, Titans edging uh, edging out the win in overtime, thirty-three to thirty. Yeah, Frank, what do you think? um poor
0: poor seattle fans man they thought they had it (laughs) they thought they were doing good they're starting to think maybe russell will keep it together for all 17 games this year maybe we'll go to the super bowl and then derrick henry decided to start playing in the second half and that was the end of that game so (laughs) poor sean um yeah yeah, so (laughs) my biggest takeaway would be a i think The second you get – I don't know. I'll I'll never have Seattle as a legitimate Super Bowl contender again until their defense becomes more elite. Their defense is not where it needs to be at all right now, and I don't think their offense is that level of explosive to carry it, especially not later in the season because Russell tends to fall off by his standards by week, I don't know, 12. So, they'll be good. They might actually finish last in their division. I don't know. So, (laughs) That division's tough. They they could miss the playoffs. I it's that that's gonna be interesting. Um, Tyler Lockett really good game. Derrick Henry's just a man. I don't know. He, he's just a man on a different level. <laughs> it's, it's those
2: are the takeaways from that one. Honestly, I think Derrick Henry might be the best second half player in the league. The guy just he gets going when everyone gets tired. It's pretty insane to watch. Um, I don't know. I, I just frustrating for Seahawks fans. I feel like. I feel like the Seahawks have kind of figured out how to use Lockett, those deep crossers, deep balls, but I feel like they haven't unlocked what DK can do yet. I mean, he got 11 targets, but I feel like he just was a non-factor in this game. I never – he didn't show up on any highlight reels. He wasn't doing jack shit, it seemed like. So, I don't know. I feel like if they found a way to use him more, I mean, he's fucking huge. Maybe give him some shots. Maybe they would find more success. I mean, Carson – looking here has 13 carries i feel like they used to be a big run heavy team and they've kind of moved away from that which is fine they put up 30 points but it's against the suspect titans defense so i don't know how that strategy will hold against uh, better defenses but i mean good for the titans frustrating sorry sean
1: Yeah, good for Mike Vrabel. Uh, For me in this game, it was just a game between two elite offenses and two bad defenses. And uh, going into the overtime, Tennessee got the ball first. They did not score. Seattle got an opportunity, didn't make much of it. And I think um, we knew at that point when Tennessee had the ball around midfield that the game was over. Um, Tyler Lockett, I believe, second-ranked wide receiver now behind Cooper Cup. Uh, he's been super uh, phenomenal this year. To Newman's point, the deep balls, I mean, he's just running right past defenders, making crazy catches over their shoulder. Been super impressed. I uh, have him in a couple leagues. Uh, Derrick Henry, what a game uh, that Frankie hit on, uh, I believe, what, 45, 47 points uh, fantasy uh, huge day. I don't even know what he had at half, but yeah, Newman, like Newman said, I mean, crazy second half, uh, for Derrick Henry. And, and he, he, I mean, people were probably worried about his line uh, after last week and, and coming into this weekend. Yeah, he, uh, he calmed those nerves.
3: Yeah, I have to agree. My takeaway kind of relates to that. And Derrick Henry, just, I, I think this whole offense just kind of refound their identity in the second half. And, uh, I was kind of worried about the Titans last week. And I think now I could say I am reassured about their showing this week. I know the defense led up 30, but the Seahawks are going to do that to you, especially in Seattle. But I think this offense is going to be just fine now with Derrick Henry kind of getting his first good game out of the way. Uh, Titans always kind of start slow to so to see this early is a good sign for them. I think to have really good success this year in um, Seattle. I mean, I don't know. I have them as a playoff team. Um, I don't know. This defense does scare me, but I'm not going to count out Russell Wilson just yet. Uh, Tyler Lockett having an insane two weeks. It's just an offense you can't really count out yet. So I think these are two very good playoff teams, and it came down to the wire as it should. So this this was a really fun game to watch. But we can now move into the Sunday night game. Uh, Baltimore getting a thrilling win over the Chiefs, 36-35. Frank,
0: takeaways. Uh before I start that, if I'm not mistaken, Evan, you have Derek Henry in our fan in this fantasy league, don't you? Yep. I believe. Ah, so that. you must have been. <laughs> you must be really happy about that one.
1: Would have anyway. lost without him.
0: <laughs> um so yeah, Baltimore and Casey. Um, first takeaway, both of these teams are phenom- phenomenal. I think these are probably the two best teams in the afc and i'd have to look but I, i these these are two of my favorite teams in the afc right now um baltimore's defense needs to be better they're playing the chiefs but it still needs to be better than 36 and i don't think they played that great last week i can't remember
2: what they played
0: but um anyway lamar just doing what lamar does patty mahomes just Doing what Patty Mahomes does. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, just a rough, rough game. Um, I would say we're starting to ring the bus, the bus bell on this guy at this point. Um,
1: they should ship him to an island and fucking leave him there. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes probably like slashed his tires in the parking lot or something after they left the locker room. But um, an entire kill, quiet game for him, I believe – what was it? Three receptions for 14 yards. Is that what it was?
1: Marlon Humphrey is elite. Yeah. <laughs> Marlon Humphrey is elite. That is for sure. Wait, um, no, you can extend this time. I believe, uh, I believe I've had this happen. Sorry, Frankie. Oh, you're good. We have a currently having
3: some difficult or technical difficulties, but carry on
0: anyway. um, Yeah, no, uh, that's about it. I think those are the main takeaways for me. Uh, Clyde, I'm sorry, dude. This ain't LSU, dog. Go back.
1: Ugh.
2: So before I give my take, how do we propose we fix the the meeting? End- <laughs> um, so I think what meetings?
3: we can do is just finish this, have Colin like
2: just sandwich them problem together and then put them together. Yeah, because unless
3: yeah. we have like Zoom premium or
0: whatever, they haven't we can't do anything about yeah.
2: that. I mean I can I, just... I can host the next one because I have the Northeastern Zoom okay. so that might be helpful. Okay.
1: So maybe we can finish this segment and then and then wrap and then come back. Yeah, like, we'll go going quick because I have two we have
2: another game to go. Yeah. Um what are my thoughts on this game? Yeah, they double teamed Tyree Kill the entire game, which was really annoying because it probably cost me my fantasy week and my cash league. You got fucking like three points. Um but Lamar is fucking legit. I know he threw two picks, but he's legit. And I think it goes to show how valuable having running quarterbacks are nowadays. Like you see with Kyler, even Danny fucking Jones had so much value there running for 80 yards. So super valuable there. That rushing attack is just a fucking monster. I mean, Tyson Williams had a pretty good game. Uh, Marquise Brown had a good game and then they were able to, to make a play when it mattered most going for it on that fourth down gutsy call. Although I think everyone would agree that's, call you have to make but great win for the ravens
1: yeah for me um my takeaway is the chiefs defense i was absolutely disgusted by them and i think they're completely beatable um and i like i said in the last episode i said or maybe it was the clubhouse combos pod i said buffalo has the best chance to beat them They, I mean, this team is not very good on defense. I'm sorry. And I shouted out their defense, I believe, in week one and saying how it was the 11th-ranked defense last year. No, this defense is not very good. Uh, The Chiefs' rushing defense, uh, they've allowed the most rush yards uh, through two weeks, uh, the most rushing touchdowns, uh, and then that's at seven. The second-ranked team has only allowed three rushing touchdowns, so they got some legit problems there. And then they're allowing the most rushing yards uh, per carry at six yards a carry. Teams are going to be running it down their throats. They're not very good. And I'll say it now. I think they are a hundred percent beatable and about six teams, five teams in the FC in a one game playoff could beat them. I I'm disgusted from what I'm seeing from the chiefs and Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, fuck you you suck and i really don't want to play you this week but i think i'm gonna to have to and anyway. there it is i was wondering where the hate was coming from he sounded well, extra angry. well because uh <laughs> he lost me 180 dollars so i don't like him no, i it was a 20 dollars no. parlay for 180 casey money line and this little fucker <laughs> this little fucker uh... so in contrast i'm
3: not going to hit the panic button on the chiefs um they went into baltimore and like, I understand Baltimore lost to Las Vegas last week, but Baltimore's still a good team. They they were dealing with some injuries that obviously caught up to them in week one, but I think they're going to be just fine. And uh, going into Baltimore, like, that's not going to be an easy game. The Chiefs offense, I know Tyree Kill and uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire didn't play well, but Patrick Mahomes played well, Travis Kelsey played well, and even, like, the backup receivers. Pringle uh, chip. Pringle Chip. Pringle Chip. Uh like they had meaningful plays. So I'm not gonna sound the alarm just yet on the Chiefs. Like they're still gonna I still think they're gonna finish first. I still think that I do believe they'll still win the Super Bowl. It's gonna be close, but I, I still have them as a Super Bowl favorite. Um, I'm not gonna count out uh Patrick Mahomes. Uh this defense, yes, it is worrisome, but it's been worrisome for the past couple of years, and they've managed to do. So I don't know. I'm not gonna. Sound the alarm on the Chiefs. I do think the Ravens are what we thought. They just had a, a rough week one. And this was just another good game between
1: playoff teams. So. Dan, I picked Packers to win the Super Bowl, right? I just want to make sure I didn't have the Chiefs. So. You did have Packers winning the Super Bowl, yes. Yeah, okay.
3: You had your 14-3 and three Dallas Cowboys losing in the playoffs.
1: To <laughs> Tampa Bay, I believe, anyway. Yeah, they didn't, they
3: didn't even make the conference championship.
2: <laughs> We want to flip now before it cuts us off. Yes. All right. This will uh, wrap up the first segment. We'll stitch them together. Uh, See you soon.
3: (laughs) All right. We could uh, move on to the next game, which is actually going to be college football. Um, Penn State played Auburn, and they won 28-20 to in the whiteout game. Uh, I watched this on the way back from Utica on the bus, the second half. Absolute thriller.
0: So Frankie, what did you think? Uh two things. Um Clifford playing better than I would have expected. I didn't really have much of an expectation for him coming into the year. Um, but 28 for 32 is pretty good, even if it was only for I don't know, 10 yards per catch, which especially in college terms isn't just nothing. But that's that's a good game overall for him. I mean, that's that Penn State team's really good. Um What's how do you say his name? Jah- Jahar. Jamar. Uh, the receiver. Juan Brisker? J- no, Johnson. Johnson. Oh, yeah. Dotson. Dotson. yeah.
3: Jahan.
0: Jahan Dotson. Yeah. Very good. Very good um game from him. And then Tank is fantastic. Two really good teams. These could be both two top, top 12 at least teams by the end of the year. Um, also Bonex. It's just just bonex bonex kind of game from bonex <laughs>
2: <laughs> um i only caught the beginning of this game unfortunately uh, but it sounded like the ending was fucking crazy good um bigsby ran all over the field like i anticipated he would and clifford yeah, had a good game i mean i think it could have gone either way i took auburn hoping for the upset didn't happen but um penn state real deal
1: yeah, I can't contribute too much. I didn't watch the game, but I picked Penn State. So I'll take the, the win in the record call.
3: Um, So I guess from what I watched, uh, Sean Clifford's just a re- really smart quarterback. Maybe not dynamic, but he's going to really help Penn State in their playoff chances, especially where Ohio State, I'm, I'm not fully sold on them right now. CJ Stroud and that defense is very concerning for me. So I think maybe Penn State having a capable quarterback that's just going to make the the smart throw, the safe throw is what they need right now, especially with that defense. That defense is really good. Um, And they have a safety who I thought Frank was trying to talk about, Jaquan Brisker, who is really kind of coming onto the scene right now. And he had a really good second half, making a lot of plays. So this Penn State team is definitely somebody to watch out for, to possibly upset Ohio State and make – or win the Big Ten and maybe squeak in the college football playoff. We don't know. So – you know, I, don't, I really like this game. It was fun. I don't feel like that's a crazy
0: upset this year. Not with CJ Stroud.
3: I guess historical just yeah. Um, everyone's thinking yeah, Ohio yeah. State no matter right, what it's You yeah, um,
0: I mean it's the first time in a while for sure that Penn State got yeah. that shot, but I know they play each other late in the year, and
3: I think I want to say it's at Penn State. I
0: want yeah, to say huge. I, I could see as of right now, I mean a lot's gonna change. That'd but be a great like, game
3: for college game day to go to. Yeah. Bob, All right, well, so now for this portion that recaps the week two games that we wanted to highlight, we can move into our college football and NFL power rankings polls. So we all submitted our polls as we did last week and we got the average and we got the top 10 college teams and we got the top 10 NFL teams. So I'm going to share my screen for the fellas to see. Um. All right. That is the wrong slide. Uh. So here's the college, uh, college football top ten. Uh. It starts with Alabama at number one, followed by the Georgia Bulldogs, Oregon Ducks, Oklahoma Sooners, Iowa Hawkeyes, Penn State Nittany Lions, Texas A&M Aggies, Cincinnati Bearcats, Ohio State Buckeyes, and Clemson Tigers at ten. Uh. One note I just want to bring up. Uh, we had multiple picks to get Florida in the top 10. Um, I think from two of the polls I received they were at the 10 spot. and we also had an old miss vote from Evan. Yeah. So and one thing I wanted to say because I said I had a bold take about this top four, um, in my poll, I put Georgia ahead of Alabama. Wow, Wow. I think Georgia right now is the better team. They got the better defense, it seems. I know Florida's no, it, 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 Florida's not a bad team, and Alabama played a close game, but I think Georgia right now is a complete team. They got a lot of talent. and th- These are the top one and two teams. I'm not saying Alabama's bad. I think right now Georgia is better, and I think Georgia would win a game in the SEC championship game right now. So that was my bold take. I think Georgia is the best team in college football right now.
2: That's a solid take. I think I'm pretty happy with these. I think the only thing I had of note, I had Iowa in my top four over Oklahoma. I just feel like Oklahoma's kind of squeaked by against a couple opponents they should be beating. Um, and Iowa's defense has been really good. Um, so I would like to see them crack the top four. But overall, this just looks pretty good. Um, yeah,
0: Oklahoma, like. I feel like right now they're the team that's in the top 4 just because they were in the top 4 at the beginning of the year. Like I don't want them there at all right now. I don't love how they've been playing. They're having close games with beatable teams and I'm still low on Spencer Rattler. I feel like I always will be until he becomes at least more consistent. So, yeah, I don't I don't love Oklahoma. I mean, they deserve to be there for now because you can't you can't take them away yet, but I don't want them there. And, yeah, if Iowa's
1: offense was a little more flashy, I would love them. Um, I agree with everybody. Um, These are basically very similar to what I had. Um, I actually did not have Clemson in my top ten. Just disgusted with how they've played. I mean, 14-8, DJ's not playing well. And I'm concerned about Clemson. Uh, I could not put them in my top 10 knowing that I feel like there's better teams that I could have put in there like Ole Miss. And I feel like Ole Miss over Clemson uh, was something that I personally had to do. But no, I mean, these look pretty good to me. Um, I can't really argue anything in particular. So, I also did
0: not have Clemson
1: in my top 10.
3: I had Clemson in my top 10 just at 10, but it, it's because this defense is playing really well. And I'm hoping that this, uh, the the offense can kind of come around. Uh, offenses sometimes tend to start slow. Um, and one note I also have, because Collin's not on this pod, he gave me some of his notes of the top 10. Uh, he does not like that Clemson is in the top 10. He he does not like Clemson as well. So that's what Collin's take on this top 10 is. Yeah. Um, if no one else has any takes, we can uh, move to the NFL power ranking. Right. So we have a little shake. We have a lot of shakeup here, really. Um, so now. At oh, come one,
1: on. This is terrible. Now crazy. at number one. This is terrible.
3: What do you mean? Hold on. All right. So we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at one, followed by like the, the Los Bay Angeles Bay. Rams, uh, Kansas City falling down to three, followed by Arizona. Cleveland, Buffalo, Baltimore, San Fran, Las Vegas crack, cracking the top 10, and then the Green Bay Packers. One note, which we're going to directly skip to this person after good. I say this. Good. Come at it. Evan me. has Carolina at number four in his power rankings. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my
2: fucking
1: God. <laughs> that's pretty that's four good. Four is yours, buddy. All right. So – Am I lagging? My voice is, like, behind. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're good. This team is a lot better than people think. I can't believe they're not in this top ten. I can't fucking believe this. I mean, this is an utter disgrace. A disgrace. Sam Darnold is playing well. They have the best running back in football. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, their wide receivers are good. Their line's been good. Their defense is fucking very, very good. Hassan Redick, what an underrated signing. A sack and a half in both the games. Brian Burns is an absolute stud. Shaq Thompson's a very good linebacker. They have Jeremy Chin. Uh, what a safety he is. JC Horn had an interception. Still Dante Jackson. Like, this team is fucking good. They're 2-0. They beat the Saints very easily. You saw Winston's struggles. They play the Houston Texans on Thursday night football. They're going to be 3-0. A, th- a 3-0 team should not be not. I mean, I get they're not 3 0 yet, but they are legit. I'm um, all on Carolina. If McCaffrey can stay healthy, which he really hasn't been able to do of late, this team's dangerous. I wish I put them in my playoffs. I stupidly put the Bears and the washington football team fucking stupid picks i'm all over carolina i want carolina in my playoffs they're for real they're legit and to not have them at 2-0 in the top 10 over a team even like san francisco i'm gonna get hate for that but i don't like san francisco at all i think they're so overrated did not have them in my playoff um Yeah. Carolina's for real. And I just love, I love Reddick, and I love Burns and their offense is very good. Very good. So to not have them in the top 10 is disgraceful. I can't, I quite frankly, can't believe it. I can't believe it.
0: Better believe it. They lead the
1: NFL in sacks, by the way, as well. They
0: played the Jets and Jabu. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm not impressed that they beat the Jets 19-14 and I'm not impressed at Jabu, who threw what 50-50 through through multiple interceptions. <laughs> not yet. I I I like their offense. It's not there enough for me to be like this is a top 10 team yet. If I mean they're playing who are they playing this week? The Texans without Tyrod Taylor. Great. That's exactly, 3 and 0. 3 and 0 put them in the top 10. Dude, a lot of team I think every team in the NFL would go 3-0 with their schedule, except for the teams they played.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Saints beat the uh, Packers 38-3 in week one.
3: Yeah. And I just want I just want to bring up one thing. Sorry to cut you off, Frank, but. These are power rankings. Like, just because you're three and zero, does not mean you're good. Right. Like, right. This isn't a schedule. This listen,
1: it's yeah. up to the
3: interpretation of the one filling out the power rankings.
2: This is not league standings. This is uh, yeah. Power if you
3: ranking. want to see standings, we just pull up the ESPN website and go to the standings. But these are who the best teams in the league are. Carolina is not proven they're one of the best teams in the league. They have a hot start, but that does not mean they that have a very. They're good team. Going to be one of these, these good teams. They have a very not.
1: good team.
0: Bottom line, I wouldn't put them over Green Bay. I wouldn't put them over Las Vegas. I wouldn't put them over San Francisco, Baltimore, Buffalo, Cleveland, Arizona, Kansas City, Los (laughs) Angeles. So the whole fucking list, Frankie. The whole list. (laughs) That's, yeah. that's that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't even put them over Denver. I have Denver in my top ten. <laughs> I don't have Denver in my top. Come on, Denver over Carolina? Are you They're the same me? team, except one has played good opponents. <laughs> De- <laughs> defense with a mediocre quarterback and great weapons sounds familiar. I'm a Darnold believer. <laughs> I'm a Darnold
1: believer. I don't
0: know. And then I also want to note that I have Las Vegas way higher in my rankings just based on right now because right now. Oh, I thought we were they proved it look who they beat
1: <laughs> yeah frank got a point there they've beat really. that's very fair
2: i would have put them in but i don't like them
1: i think carolina is better than vegas las <laughs> vegas beat
0: the ravens <laughs> by the same amount that carolina
1: beat the jets actually more i'm looking at the <laughs> roster frankie and, and i'm also looking at how like Okay, looking at the so Raiders good, aren't dude. bad, bro. I don't know. I don't know how much more they need to do. I'm not. I mean, I, I had need... the Raiders in my top ten. I think they're good, but like, I mean, maybe where'd you have Vegas? Like, if if you saying... them at four. What the hell is the difference of me having Carolina at four and Frankie having the Raiders at four? You put them over Green Bay because they beat. Oh come on, that's such, such that's such Baltimore trash. They beat Baltimore and
0: Pittsburgh. Carolina beat the Jets and Jameis Winston without glasses. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, dude. No, you make no
1: sense. You just use what uh, anyway. You it's make no sense, plays dude. Power rankings.
3: <laughs> All right.
1: We, we're Anyways, obviously
2: not going to agree here. Yeah, so let's move on. We're gonna move I disagree on. To disagree. That was, that, that was
0: good, a good debate. Listen, good debate. Good we good like debate. debate. Very good debate. Good. I disagree
1: though. Oh <laughs> like they.
0: I don't think they, they better be in your top ten
1: when they're three and They better be in your top ten.
0: They'll make the top ten at three and 0. They won't be higher than like seven because they just beat three of the worst teams in football. Well, same, debatable. Oh, but that's because you never know with James Winston. He hasn't proved that he's that guy yet. He played one good game, which he's done in the past. He's had good games. He what? What was it? Was it fifty and fifty
1: or forty and forty? I can't remember. Well, listen, real quick, one quick 30. response before thirty we turn and thirty. On one still. quick response before we carry on here sure. i thought you, it was 40, 40 you use the argument of like past games and like the jets dude the saints lost by 35 to a team that is in your top 10 that you just spoke very like you, you're still a packers guy you still have them which i agree i have them but, at nine which i think i have them roughly around the same spot but Carolina like, at like 11 but listen like and then now you're trashing the Saints to just beat Green Bay by 35. Like,
0: yeah, because I don't trust Jameis Winston yet. And they haven't proven to be a consistent winning team with Jameis well, Winston maybe, yet. So they're still nothing to me. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just saying they haven't proven it enough for me to be able to say, well, Carolina beat them in the Jets. So they must be great. <laughs> well,
1: listen, maybe it's because Carolina's defense was good. But Dan, uh, what, but anyway, Carolina. sorry, Dan. I'm going to table you. this for the sake of our <laughs> listeners. So. <laughs> All right, really enjoy we're it. now going to move
3: into the focus games for week three, which we're starting with Carolina at Houston. So the bad start because Evan's just going to ramble again. But um, the 2-0 Carolina Panthers are going to play uh, at Houston, uh, the Thursday night game this week. So we will go in the order of Frank, Newman, Evan, and myself. Um, kind of what are your thoughts on the game, and who do you think is going to win? All right, Evan, this will make you
0: happy because Carolina is my lock this week. <laughs> 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 um I think most notably Tyrod's out this week right correct He's, so that that's probably the most notable takeaway so I would say unless Mills turns out to be Tom Brady reincarnate um I would say this game should be essentially a blowout and if it's not Carolina's not making my power rankings next week <laughs> um but um yeah no I, I think Carolina should win this game handedly
2: I agree but I kind of hope they lose now I can't lie so they can <laughs> they can climb down Evans uh standings Listen, as, they he will, would, as he would put them
1: they will <laughs> climb or, or they will fall if they they'll, they'll fall if they lose by uh, or if mean, they I win wish by not a lot
2: I wish my team got to play the Jets and the Texans that would just be enough to put my team at like number three on Evans rankings somehow <laughs> uh, but um, yeah the, the, the Panthers should win this game.
1: Yeah, I pretty much talked about why I like this team so much. Uh, I think they're all around a very good team, and the quarterback is the only question mark. So it's all up to Sam Darnold, but Carolina. And they're my walk as well.
3: Yeah, um, I'm going to take Carolina. Like, I like Sam Darnold. Um, this defense for me, it's young, and I don't think it's proven itself to be considered great or elite yet i'm going to hold out until this defense can give me more showing to show that they are a good elite defense in the nfl um obviously they have players like jeremy chin um gross matos on the edge brian burns and uh jc horn they're,
1: they're just on right, right now what'd you say don't sleep on Hassan Reddick. Well, he's more of a veteran. I'm talking.
2: Put the your man. boner away for Hassan Reddick.
1: <laughs> what a year he had <laughs> yeah, last year. Pastor, People don't talk about pastor. him. People don't talk about him. What a year he had last year, like 12 and a half sacks, 13? I don't know.
3: But um, I'm just not sold yet. Um, I'm not taking him in this game because I don't think Houston's that good. Um, although they may keep it close. Houston kind of does have a at least a decent roster for a bad team, I guess, that Put it that way. I don't know how to how to word that. I guess, but um, uh, I am going to take Carolina. So, um, the next focus game is going to be Newman's Chargers uh, at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, One o'clock game on Sunday.
0: I think this is probably the, in my opinion, the second best game this week. Um, this is going to be a great divisional game. I think the Chiefs coming off a tough loss and the Chargers coming off a tough loss. They're both going to have hard weeks of practice. They're both very good teams. If they weren't in the same division, I'd say they're both very good, very playoff teams. Um, I, I think it's going to be a shootout. I, I think we're going to see both of their defenses struggle, and I, I think that's the most I can say. I'm not going to – I'm picking a winner is going to be tough for this one.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um... I feel, like, I feel like if this was an Anthony Lynn coach team, they would look at what the Ravens did to hold Tyreek to three catches, and he would just take a nap. But we do have Brandon Staley now, and I think he probably will take a page out of their book. Hopefully take a page out of their book. Um, it probably won't work. Tyreek Hills is a menace. Uh, I'm still taking the Chargers. I refuse to pick against them. I think we'll split this year. Uh, I think our team's good enough to at least take one game. Uh, oh, we're not home, are we? Fuck. Uh, no, nah, we'll win on the road.
1: Ooh Old. Lock it in. I dare you. No. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Um, just simple. Like I think Andy Reid is gonna work these guys. Like we know what Andy Reid does after buys. Like hasn't lost with Mahomes ever after a buy. He's 18 and three after buys. Like I know it's not a bye week, but like yeah, what? That- Hold
2: on. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> no
1: no, buy no weeks. Right. <laughs> Listen. My point is that like you have that time to prepare. Like you think Andy Reed's going to sit back? No, he's going to really try to prepare these guys for the chargers. Sorry. I, I made it sound weird, but I'm talking about the preparation that's going into these into this game after that loss, you know, he's ticked off. Like I think he's going to have these guys come out and, and playing. And I think the offense is a really good showing against the chargers.
3: So alluding to what Evan was saying and what he probably should have said uh, great teams. Uh, they don't lose too straight. Um, Thank you. Is, yes. Uh, The Chiefs, um, they're a great team. They're not going to lose two straight, um, especially at home. Uh, I know it's a division rival. Um, If the Chargers were coming off of a win against Dallas, I may have considered uh, taking them, but I am going to take the Chiefs. I think this offense is just too much for that Chargers defense right now.
1: It's going to be a shootout, but I still like Kansas City. Danny, do English better than I do.
3: (laughs) You know for a business major that's uh pretty
0: impressive. I'm <laughs> with the major. Oh boy. Wait. Damn, what major are you? Just just throw
3: it out there. I am an accounting major and that that... an economics minor.
0: Oh, economics sounds a little bit a little bit like business major, like a little bit. Yes it does. <laughs> I got you. I'm not going to let him I'm not going to let him shade you for that. Thank <laughs> you, Frankie. thank you. Anyway. Um
3: so the next focus game Another really good game game. is going to be the 2-0 Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the 2-0 Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's America's game of the week, uh, and for good reason. So, what do we think? I don't know about America, but this is my game of the week for sure. Uh, I
0: really wanted to say that. Um, What was I going to say? So, yeah. Um I think this is these are two phenomenal teams. Um we're going to see just how good the Rams are in this game because I mean they've played they've played great so far. I I love the Matt Stafford edition. I think I mean, Matt Stafford is my second favorite quarterback behind whoever the Patriots quarterback is. So, um <laughs> I I would have to I would have to roll with them. Um It's going to be Tampa Bay's defense is so legit. I don't know. I don't know that LA is necessarily ready on offense because their chemistries are all still pretty new with Stafford there. I think it might shake things up for them to play that that defense. It's gonna it's gonna be a good game. Um I think Tom Brady shows out like he always does. Um, because I mean Jalen Ramsey's just gonna get eliminated from the game plan probably. Tom Brady never throws to that guy, so it'll be interesting.
2: Yeah, I think I think the Bucs are gonna win this one. Um, I mean they just have too many receivers for Ramsey to cover and Gronk, who has like four touchdowns already, which is fucking insane for a WWE wrestler. Um and yeah, Tom Tom started off pretty hot. Stafford started off pretty hot. It's gonna be a freaking battle. I'm so excited, but I think uh Tampa's gonna get the edge.
1: Yeah, um people know I had the Rams at nine and eight. Um, and no, but like, anyways, I feel like the bucks are going to win this game, Brady five and one against the Rams, two Super Bowl wins in there. And to Frankie's point with Ramsey, the bucks have the weapons to get around that. So for me, it's Tampa.
3: Um, I am going to go with the upset, I, I guess, I don't know if you'd even call it an upset, really. Um, I'm picking the Rams to win. They're at home. They're in LA Rams are my NFC pick. I love Matt Stafford in this Rams offense with Sean McVay. This defense is pretty good, even though they had a well, the defense even bailed them out against Indy. So I'm gonna take LA to get the, the win. Um, and just one note because I've kind of forgot to do this. Colin is also gonna be taking the Rams in the upset. Um so yeah, I, I like the Rams, man. I, I really do like the Rams. This in the Bucs defense is a little
1: suspect themselves, not gonna lie. So it's hard for Mahomes. But I, I I get your point. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I guess this year. I mean, but. this year. Yeah, I mean, it's the secondary. It's been the secondary this year.
3: Yes. The the loss of who was what? Sean Murphy Bunting. At, at, yes. Yep. So the next focus game will be the Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers, Sunday night football. Uh Packers um one and one, Niners two 0 all right. Um, I think the pack is back. I think
0: that was a one game fluke that a lot of good teams have at the beginning of seasons. I think all the memes about Aaron Rodgers are going to be just that after next week. And that's just memes because I mean, it's still Aaron Rodgers. He showed out last week. He'll show out again um Sanford's defense is still very legit but I just don't think with that quarterback play that offense they're I don't think they can compare to Green Bay when they're on their level that being said um Green Bay doesn't have what Zadarius Smith got is out which is huge because he makes up I mean so much of their defensive production usually so and Kevin King my god Kevin King so, <laughs> um, Debo Samuel, start Debo, start Debo this week. He might have 700 yards or some crazy thing like that. I don't even know. So, yeah, it's it, I, I'm taking the pack in this game, though. I don't think there's any chance that that San Francisco offense holds up against them, assuming the pack is really back.
2: The pack is back. Um, they'll win. Uh, I know they're one-on-one, which makes them worse than all the 2-0 teams in Evan's mind. Um, but... <laughs> They're, they're still a very good team, um, and Aaron Rodgers has that lovely hair. It looks like he put a mop on his head. It's very funny. Aaron Jones had a great week. Adams had a good week. Um, they're kind of finding their group now. They'll be fine.
1: For the record, Denver not in my top ten. Uh, and I think the oh. 49ers' offense is fucking awful. I don't like it at all. The running backs are a problem the quarterback's a problem. I'm still not a believer in Jimmy G. The only player I like, the only two guys I like on that offense are Kittle and Debo Samuel. I don't like anybody else. Um and I think the Packers are obviously for real my Super Bowl pick. So for me, it's Green Bay easily.
3: I don't think it's gonna be so easily because I'm taking the uh the 49ers to win. Um I still like Jimmy G and I like Kyle Shanahan. Um, I know they only put up 17 points against my Eagles, but I think the Eagles defense is better than most people think, kind of like you say about Dallas, Evan. That's my line, baby. (laughs) You (laughs) um, got three. You heard it here first. I don't know about that. But uh I like San Fran. Uh I know they kind of let Detroit in week one get into it late, but they did get the big lead to start. Um I think they're going to be fine with these running backs. They usually always go running back by committee. Uh, so hopefully rookie Trey Sermon can finally start getting some carries uh, from my if he's healthy fantasy team's sake. Yeah. If he's healthy, but my fantasy team really needs him. But I think the Niners really need him because I believe Jamichael uh he's Hay- Is that his name? He's out this week. So they're getting really thin at uh, running back kind of like the Ravens, but I, I think they're going to manage Kyle Shanahan is a great play caller. Um, and I'm not entirely sold on the Packers. I believe they're still going to be a good team, but I just like the Niners. I think they're really good. So uh, especially at home on Sunday night football, uh, um, I have to go to the Niners here. So, but to round out the focus games, we're going to f- flip to college football here. We are now going to have a number seven, Texas A&M at 3 playing at Number 15, Arkansas, who is also 3-0. So an SEC matchup between who – Texas A&M is a team that we definitely thought was going to be good, but this Arkansas team is definitely coming out of nowhere to surprise some people. So what what do we think? Um,
0: I think this is the end of Arkansas' Cinderella run. (laughs) Um, They have, I think, three or four tough games, I think, all against ranked opponents coming up (laughs) in the next four weeks. I don't know if you have the schedule, but um, I think Texas a and is a very, very good team. And I don't think Arkansas, out of nowhere, is going to stop that. Um, although, didn't – I want to say Texas A&M's quarterback is – He's still hurt. out. He's still out. So that could make a difference. But I would say – if if I had the pick, I don't think – I it was it was a nice three games run for Arkansas they have they're going to be three and four by the end of the end of the next four games or something like that so but they could prove me wrong we'll see
2: Uh, I'm going with Texas A&M from the research that I've done my expert NCAA research I know they have a good offensive line and front seven and that should be enough Uh, yeah go are they they're the Aggies go Aggies
1: um, I actually picked Arkansas, and I don't like when I pick upsets because they never – I made the
2: right pick. Let's go.
1: I know, right? You probably <laughs> did because when I take upsets, they never fucking happen. So, Dan, if you were a, a smart man, you would go uh, pick t- uh, Texas A&M right now.
3: Oh, I'm absolutely going to take Texas A&M because that defense is disgusting. I know their quarterback is out. I um, couldn't tell you what the guy's name is that's currently starting, but that defense is really good. So I'm going to keep them in games until Haynes King can get back. Um, so I'm definitely going to take Texas A&M. I do like what Arkansas is doing, um, even at home, but I don't know. I, Texas A&M is just definitely a top 10 team. So I'm going to take Texas A&M to win.
1: Good. I like being alone.
3: You're going to be wrong.
1: Hello. <laughs> All
3: right. Um, so now the, th- those were the focus games for week three and week four of college football. But um, now we can move into the weekly pickups for the week. Uh, This will just be rapid fire. So um, the Washington football team at Buffalo Bills. All right.
0: Am I going first? Yes. We'll go the same order. All right. I will take the Buffalo Bills.
2: I will also be taking the Bills. I'm taking Josh Allen as my quarterback.
1: I'm going to go Buffalo as well. I'm oh. going
3: off Buffalo as well. And I just realized I butchered this because I was supposed to go over the records first. So.
1: Oh, right. You
3: know, yeah. So, the all sorry of the week, which really wasn't that sorry, if I can pull up the records real quick, it was a tie between Evan and Connor going 13 and six. So, not bad at all.
0: Yeah,
1: For
3: sure. So, the current standings are Evan in last at 28 and 22. Oh. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Not bad, but you're in last. There's a tie for second place between Colin and Connor at 29 and 21. And then I'm in first place at 30 and 20. So we're all pretty close. So I'm what, three
1: back? Three back.
3: Two. Oh, two. Okay. It wasn't. Um, Um, And I just want to bring this up because we do have a guest on the show. The last time we had a guest, they went 10 and 10. So thank (laughs) you. Hopefully you could keep up the pace. I go 11-10. Get a good record this week. But um, calling for this week, getting back to the pick I'm also to Buffalo. But the next game will be the Chicago Bears with Justin Fields at quarterback uh, going up against the Cleveland Browns.
0: Well, Baker's playing, so I'm going to take the Browns.
2: Don't call it an upset. I'm taking Chicago. My bold take will have something to do with Justin Fields, but I haven't put it into words yet.
1: I was just thinking. I don't like fields at all this week. Uh, I'm going to Cleveland.
3: I am also going Cleveland, and so is Kyle. Um, next,
1: Baltimore. I like to be alone
3: <laughs> from New. <Newman. laughs> um, Baltimore
0: at Detroit. Um, just because I forgot to mention this, um, Stefan Diggs is who I'm taking. Okay. the wide receiver this week. I won't know that. And then, um, sorry, what was the game that we?
2: Baltimore at
3: Detroit.
0: Uh, Baltimore.
2: jeez. I am <laughs> <Here>. locking Baltimore.
1: <laughs> Baltimore for me as well. And my bold take is somewhere in there, and Lamar is my quarterback.
3: Baltimore, I am taking them, and they are my lock of the week. Uh, and Colin also took them. So uh, next game Indianapolis Colts at Tennessee Titans.
1: I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans.
2: Yep, Titans for me. Wentz says no
1: ankles. <laughs> I really want to take the Colts, and I think I'm going to Titans worst passing defense in the NFL.
3: You know, Evan, you hurt my head. I'm taking Titans. Um two back, baby. Two back. New Orleans Saints at New England
0: Patriots. This is a tough one. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the
2: Patriots. Ouch! This is actually surprisingly tough. Um, give me, give me New Orleans.
1: Pats for me.
3: I'm also going to take the Pats, and Colin did as well. Um, Atlanta Falcons at New York Giants.
0: Uh, I'm going to take the New York Giants, actually.
2: Give me Atlanta. Fuck the Giants. They'll never
1: win in my picks. <laughs> <laughs> um, going 0 and
0: 17.
2: I picked
1: the Falcons to win both of the first two weeks. They lost both those games. I picked the Giants to lose. I got those both right. So I'm going to go Giants. I
2: don't follow your math there at all.
1: <laughs> I don't either. Basically, I'm 2 and 0 picking the Giants and I'm 0 2 picking the Falcons. So I'm done picking them. They said them. you're 0 2 picking them to lose. Why would you pick them to win? <laughs> because, because because I'm done mm-hmm. on Atlanta. I can't pick Atlanta. Three if Atlanta,
0: Atlanta wins, you lose. If the Giants win, you lose. Is basically... <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I said earlier, I can't do English.
3: Uh, I am going to take the Giants just because I think Atlanta is just piss poor. Um, Cincinnati
0: Bengals at
2: Pittsburgh Steelers.
3: I'm going to take the –
1: Cincinnati Bengals and a little bit of an upset here.
2: I've already picked Jimmy upset. I'll take the Steelers.
1: Steelers for me, the defense is legit. And Burrow struggled last week. Taking Pittsburgh as well. I'm at home. I don't
3: think the Bengals got it. Um, Arizona Cardinals at Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: I'm taking Arizona. And this is also um, where my
2: bold take is.
0: And also Kyler Murray is my quarterback of the week.
1: Thank
2: you. Oh, snap. Um, I will be taking Arizona and just for Evan, our scribe, McCaffrey is my running back and Tyree Kill is my receiver. I just forgot those a while ago.
1: Okay. Thank you. Um, I'm taking Arizona. <laughs> I am also gonna take Arizona.
3: Kyler is also my quarterback of the week. And for the scribe, I forgot to mention that Austin Eckler will be my running back.
2: Yay!
3: Even though I have Casey
2: Fuck you. I have Tyree Kill. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's
3: one for
0: the scribe. I have uh, Christian McCaffrey as my running back this week. Thank
3: you. And in fantasy. Cool.
2: Right.
3: Next game, a complete dud. We got the New York Jets at the Denver Broncos. I'm going to take the Broncos.
2: I'm going to take the Broncos. Keep sleeping. They were in my playoffs.
3: Taking the Broncos as well. Clean sweep. I'm taking the Broncos, and so is Cole. Uh, Miami Dolphins at Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going to take
0: the Las Vegas Raiders.
2: This this smells like a trap game. Oh, no, Tua's not playing, is he? No, it has to be the Raiders. I lied. Jacobi I think they're,
1: that's their backup, though. I think they have a better chance to win with Jacoby than Tua. Everyone knows. Yeah. I fucking despise Tua. I think he sucks. But I hate the Dolphins. I think they're terrible, so I'm taking the Raiders from a Pats fan.
3: <laughs> he uses the weirdest analysis to make his picks. I don't understand.
0: Him. I mean, it made – no, that yeah. makes sense to me. He said he doesn't like Tua, therefore he thinks they have a better chance to win with Brissette, and he Ew. hates the Dolphins. He thinks they're ass, so they're going to lose. I mean, I think that's pretty straightforward. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Frankie.
3: <laughs> anyway, I'm taking the Raiders. as well. Oh, um, Seattle Seahawks at Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to take,
0: Oh, that's a good game, kind of. Um, They're at Minnesota.
1: Mm-hmm. Correct. Seattle. Seattle. I'm taking Minnesota for my upset. I think the offense has a big day. Uh, I'm going
3: with the Seattle Seahawks in this one.
1: I like to be alone. Thank you.
3: And uh, uh, Tyler Lockett is my receiver. Ooh, okay. So. I hope you're correct. Yeah. Um, Next game will be Monday night football. The Philadelphia Eagles, my Philadelphia Eagles, at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys.
1: Cowboys. Quest to 14 and three.
3: I sadly have to take Dallas in this one as well.
2: (laughs) Sadly. I admire your bravery. (laughs) Uh, I'm a realist,
1: unfortunately. Hey, Um, so am I. I picked Tampa week one. I am. I'm a realist as well.
2: The Cowboys are not your team. What?
1: <laughs> they're my second team. Listen, well, I have to ride to them. they fourteen now. and
0: three. So I mean, it must have hurt to take them. It's a
2: third yeah. of their losses this year. They're nearly zero two. They probably should be zero two. <laughs> <laughs> but right. they're not. Still a job.
3: Um, moving to college now, we got the number twelve Notre Dame Fighting Irish at the number eighteen Wisconsin Badgers. God, I don't even know what I'm about to do. Well, I'm going to
0: take the Irish. Their defense is good. They have uh, Kyle Hamilton. Yeah.
2: They have Kyle Hamilton. Talk. I don't do research on these games. Uh, Wisconsin, because <laughs> I know their running game was actually successful against Penn
1: State. Um, Came close picking FSU against Notre Dame. Um, But I'm going to go with Notre Dame
3: going to Wisconsin because I don't know what Frank is watching. This Notre
0: Dame defense is not good. Well, they got really? smoked by FSU, but I, I think that was a trap game.
3: Trap they game almost game. lost the Toledo at home.
0: I have to do my research, man. I haven't been looking at these. I Who's ranking these fuckers man.
1: 12? Who's ranking
0: these fuckers I know. <laughs> 12, bro. <laughs> I think they're still in Collins' top 10. I have to go look. I have to do a lot of research on this year in college. I haven't been watching it. Better get the, year year young, yeah.
3: no, the year is young Daniel. The year is young. so even worry um, about it. Moving on. Uh, number 25, Kansas State at Oklahoma State.
0: Ooh, that's a good game, actually. I was reading a little bit about that. Um, I'm going to take Oklahoma State. <laughs> Someone just charted. <laughs> no, that was my computer
1: moving. <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> I'm five. Carry on.
2: Uh, I'm taking Oklahoma State, but I couldn't name you a, a player on either team.
1: I'm taking I'm taking the team that was ranked. <laughs> that,
3: which one was it? That, that was, was Kansas. State.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what are they? Sorry, what are they? Kansas
2: Arriving State, Oklahoma State. I'll let you know that ESPN matchup predictor has Oklahoma State as the favorite.
1: <laughs> All right, fuck ESPN. I'm going against I'm going against that. Uh, wh- wh- whoever's the other team, <laughs> Kansas
3: State. All right, I'm going Kansas State. And one player in this game is named Deuce Vaughn, and he's Kansas State's running back, and he's pretty good. Um, last game here, SMU at TCU. That's SMU a- has a grad quarterback in Tanner.
2: I think it's like Mordecai, it's pretty good. Oh, that's a sick name.
3: I know
0: I'm gonna go, but SMU sucks. I'm gonna take SMU. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't even know like who's the better of these teams. I think, um, both unranked. Both unranked. They, they both suck. <laughs> I yeah, they, I I remember when TCU used to be like hot shit, and now they're just not anymore. Um no, they, I'll, I'll I'll ride with TCU. They're they're still good.
1: Yeah, I'll pick TCU as well. <laughs> I'm picking TCU as
3: well.
0: So. I'm relying on their grad transfer quarterback brother. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But uh, that rounds out the weekly pickems, And now we can get into the weekly bold takes. Um, so, Frankie, do you have your weekly bold take? Yeah. So
0: I have Rondale Moore getting at least 120 receiving yards. Oh,
1: wow. I hope you're right. That would
0: be cool. Does
2: this mean I have to put him in my lineup over Tyler Boyd? Because I probably yes, will. Yes, it does. <laughs> All right, I will. All right. They're playing Frankie. Jacksonville, Connor. You're right, you're right. He's had, what,
0: 20, 15 and 20 for the past two weeks? So, yeah, in points. So, yeah, I would say I would, I would go run that one.
2: <laughs> um, let's see, how can I formulate mine? Um, I will say Fields, two rushing touchdowns um, and one throwing to go along with, I don't even know. Three three 325 all-purpose yards, and an upset.
1: That's crazy. My bold take is that the Las Vegas Raiders shut out the Miami Dolphins. That is a bold take. Wow. I'll be fucking bold. I'll be very fucking I like bold. It. I think bold. Bold. the defense has been very good through the first two games. Miami's offense hasn't been great. With or without Tua, which, honestly, I think is a good thing. Miles Gaskin typically struggles without Tua. Um, and then the receivers, Waddle had a ba- bad week last week, kind of. Devontae Parker, I, I don't know. I, they're just nothing special on offense, so I'll go Vegas to shut them up. I've been sending a message with that one. The Dolphins are ass.
3: Shut <laughs> <laughs> out two weeks In uppercase, zero. yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I quickly just want to hit because I forgot to do this. Collins QB of the week is Kyler. His running back of the week is Saquon. Oh. Ew, ew. He's not here to defend himself. His wide receiver of the week is Cortland Sutton. And his lock of the week is Denver.
2: Ride the Denver train, baby. Who's
3: Denver playing again? The Jets. That's easy dub. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Collins' bold take. Um, he has Las Vegas by three plus touchdowns, and Derek Carr will have three hundred or sorry, uh three plus touchdowns himself and 350 yards. So big day from Derek Carr and the Raiders, Colin says. My bold take is that the San Francisco 49ers defense will hold the Packers' offense to under 20 points and under 250 total yards for the game. That is my bold take of the week. 49 defense is going to t- tell Aaron Rodgers to go shove it and take the ball back. back. The pack is not back. <laughs> pack is not back just yet.
1: Well, NFC Championship rematch, and most of the defense is still there. So hmm, could happen. I wouldn't be shocked, I guess. That defense is legit. Okay. I'm just down on the offense, but the defense is fucking good.
3: I like Jim not
1: just
0: because I look like him. But. <laughs> there it is. You got to get the plug in there. <laughs>
3: All right. Well, that concludes episode six of the Clubhouse Combos gridiron Podcast. I uh, want to thank Frank for coming on and filling in for Colin. Of course, thanks um, for having sure. me. Sure. And for those still somehow listening. Um, me and Frank will be doing a bonus pod next week involving uh, college football and the prospects for the upcoming draft. Kind of giving guys a preview of uh, names to watch for the rest of the season and kind of talking about who we like and who we don't like so far. Stock like stock up, stock down type stuff. So look out for that. Probably coming Friday or Saturday.
1: Can't wait to listen to that, boys. It's gonna be gonna be uh, a good it's gonna listen. be a
0: good one. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be all researched up by then. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. All right, I think that that does it. All right, great pod. Later. Thank, thanks Peace. for listening.
2: Thank Later. You.
3: Put your tears away.
0: no fear today. You can drive off towards that summertime sunset. It's what you ain't done yet. Take the keys, leave the regrets. Write your letters, place your bets. I'll be the one who say